We welcome, of course, it is a Wednesday around the courts with Sean Fustet, Speak Up with Crime Stoppers independent charity, empowering you to keep your community safe, supported by Police Credit Union. Good morning, Sean. Morning, Lucy. Morning, Pembo. How are we all today? We're good, thanks, Sean. We did a bit of a preemptive plug for today's segment yesterday, talking about this uh, little uh, training wheels Al Qaeda kitty who's been in the youth court. Uh, sounds like the the judge and the prosecution, though, aren't regarding this as some sort of childish whim, and believe I would say most people would say rightly uh, that he should be tried as an adult, given the seriousness of his of his crimes. Yeah, look, it's even perhaps one step further than that, Pembo and Lucy, because you said about training wheels, Al-Qaeda. It might be that there are no training wheels involved. It may just be that this man, this young man, is the one handing out the training wheels. He's yet to enter formal pleas. However, he has confessed to having taught people how to build bombs over the internet and having sworn the oath of allegiance to IS. They say that when they tossed his cell recently, they found a hand-drawn IS flag in his room at the youth detention centre as well. So that's pretty serious stuff. And we understand from what happened the other day, it's just the tip of the iceberg because when the judge handed down her ruling saying, yes, you should absolutely be sentenced as an adult, this is far too serious and far too grave for the maximum three-year sentence that can be given out here in the youth court, she redacted four or five pages of her judgment. We were told in court, we journos, that's the allegation. So... What we know is scary enough. What's in those other three or four pages? Yeah. Now, you mentioned the three-year maximum sentence if he was tried as a, as a youth. What's, in a material sense, what's the difference now that he can be tried as an adult? Well, he can get up to 15 years now for the explosives offences and a maximum of seven years for possessing the extremist material. So what's that like? A um, We all know how terrible I am at math, but what's that five like? Times. At least a three-time five-time increase? Yeah, absolutely. One yeah. other thing, he seems to be in denial about the extent of his radicalisation. Like, he doesn't seem to think that it's an issue. Mm, that concerned me as well. Defence were making a lot out of the idea that he's on his way to rehabilitation already, that that's the reason it should stay in the youth court. He shouldn't have to face adult justice because he's already seen the error of his ways and working toward it, and this confession ahead of a guilty plea is a big part of that. But then they said he hasn't started his radicalisation, de-radicalisation, sorry, program yet, and said, oh, he doesn't believe he's a radical. Mm. Now, if you draw an IS flags and crayon in your cell, I think you're fairly radicalised. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, no, it's it's um, it's bizarre how these, these kids, and almost always they are young men who do get sucked into this vortex. Uh, and one other thing, if he's found guilty... As a, well, clearly he's been, well, he has be, to be now, Pembo. Well, he's, he's admitted it. So. Well, that's right. But does he go... What sort of jail does he go to? Would he go to an adult jail? Yeah, so Daniel and I talked about this on Just Lawful a couple of months back. What happens is you stay in the adult... Sorry, in the ju- juvenile cells, in the juvenile youth detention system until you hit your 18th birthday... Then when you're 18, the Supreme Court marks your birthday, happy birthday, with a hearing to determine whether or not you stay in the youth cells until you're 21 or whether you kick over into Yatla or Mobilong or someone like that straight away. Um, There's been cases of people staying in the youth cells until they're 21 years old and then either being paroled from there. Uh, There's also the famous case of B, the young man that killed Pirio Kempinen. 
when he turned 18, they started having the hearing to figure out where he was going to go, and he ended up beating the head in of somebody in the youth detention centre. So they said, no, nah, mate, you're off to Yatla straight away. You've proven that you don't deserve to stay in the youth system any longer. Mm. Sean, before we let you go, Just Lawful, of course, airs on 5AA Sunday evening, 7 o'clock. What have you got coming up this week? This is the start of a mystery episode. I can't tell you too much about what we're doing, but the whole theme this season has been about abuses of power, control of power, controlling the message. We've been building up to this very infamous South Australian case that uh, I'm going to give you some insight into that nobody's ever heard before. And to me, it's like the ultimate expression of that fight for power and control, sort of an irresistible force versus an immovable object matter. (laughs) <laughs> no worries at all. Thank you so much, Sean. Sean. We'll catch Thanks, you next guys. Wednesday for Around the Courts. Coming up after the 8.30 news, we're going to quickly check in with the SES about any damage from overnight, but also talking Movember. We discussed yesterday David's inability to grow a uh, well, ability to grow a moustache. Oh, I got but no, I got no inability when it comes to growing one. I just, but I just don't distaste. like the way they make me feel. <laughs> yes, it is of course you know November. I get your moustache by three o'clock, please. Supporting men's health, but more on that after eight thirty.